Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hello, this is Mark Sorrell with the Plan Vision Podcast. And I've been a professional, at least I think I'm a professional, uh, doing this for going on 26 years now. And as many of us do as we age and mature in our professions, in some of in, in as, aspects of my work, my, my approach evolves. And it's evolved a little bit in one area, though it's not a significant evolution, about whether or not investors, people that have money invested, should have a written investment plan. And I was influenced by this a couple of months ago with a client that hired me and uh, I did an e-money projection with him. And he sent me, like a lot of clients do, he sent me some information prior to our ses- session and he sent me his his plan or his investment plan, some other financials. And whoa, this thing was amazing. And it was an awesome uh, statement about how he wanted to approach investing. I was blown away at how good this thing was. So I want to do a blog about whether or not you need a written investment plan. And I think it's really useful in light of what's happened with the virus and how it's affected the markets and how it's affected our economy and how it's impacted how some people might be thinking about, are they investing in the right way? But first, before I do this, before I discuss the investment, I want to make a distinction between what is a financial plan or an investment plan. And clearly there's overlap between the two. I do a lot of planning for my clients. Many of you have done planning with me and they use e-money or I use e-money with you as a tool to help you plan. And the idea behind this plan is it gives you an idea of where you stand today financially. What does your balance sheet look like? How will your money unfold for you over the years based upon how you're investing? Are you using the right investment tools for Americans? Are those 529 plans, Roths, IRAs for non-Americans, brokerage accounts, other kinds of plans that they may have? Are you saving the right amount? A financial plan will give you an idea of that. When will you be able to take out your funds, withdraw them? Where, what account will you take them from? Do you have enough emergency money? What about a pension? Are you going to get a pension? And how will that impact the amount that you need to save? Can you buy a property? Uh, when will you be able to retire? How can you afford college? So a financial plan asks, it's a bit numbers oriented, even though it's focused on your life and what you can accomplish with the money but it answers a lot of those questions. A part of that, though it doesn't necessarily have to be integrated into it, is how do you handle your investments? So I think eMoney does a wonderful job as I work with my clients in laying out their financial situation. And I do talk with many of my clients about their investments as well. But an investment plan, or at least how I view an investment plan, is different than necessarily the financial aspects or the, the numbers in your financial plan. It really is an overview of how you will handle your investments. What is your approach to how much you want in stocks, how much you want in bonds? So the question is, do you need to have one of these things? Do you need to actually have a written investment plan? I mean, I don't. And I really, I have a, a really bad reaction to the word need. I don't like it when anybody tells me I need to do something. In some cases, it's pretty obvious I need to do something, but just don't, uh, I think there's a lot of, um, particularly in the financial services industry, uh, a lot of pressure made from advisors and financial services firms on consumers when they use the word need. Don't like it, think it's too strong. 
many of my clients absolutely do not need a written investment plan. They know what they're doing. They know what their plan is, whether they write it down or not. They just have a really good understanding of how they want their investments handled. However they got there, they've arrived at a really, a really good spot and don't need to, to have something written down that they, can refer, that they can refer to. However, seeing some of the responses that I'm getting or questions that I'm getting from some of my clients, they're searching a little bit for answers right now in light of what's happening. And it, clearly this event is so bizarre and historically unique, but market losses aren't. So they're looking for some rationale behind what they're doing and should they be doing something different? Should they be doing something different? So for those people, my gosh, a, a written financial plan and a written, excuse me, a written investment plan could be incredibly valuable so that they can get more clarity on how to respond to an event like this. I'm getting these questions. Well, should I, buy in, should I be buying more stocks now, individual stocks? Should I be buying certain sectors? Should I be buying gold? Should I put my money in on a monthly basis or lump sum the funds in? I have also gotten some questions from some retirees about how should they respond to or handle this situation? Now, if you have a written investment plan and you go review it and it takes about 30 seconds to review one of these things, it doesn't have to be complicated. It's going to answer all your questions. You're going to know why your investments are structured the way they are. And it's going to ease your decision-making, eliminate and eliminate any unnecessary decisions that would otherwise potentially damage your plan. So what might be in a written investment plan? Why do you use the funds that you use? Why are you using index funds? What is your objective for market performance? Why do you have cash in your portfolio, which is not, there's no problem at all with that. And how much, what percentage of your portfolio should it be? How much volatility are you willing to endure? How much of a loss? 5%, 12, 18, 24. When is a good idea to rebalance? How much in stocks and bonds? That's your asset allocation. If you want to have sectors, that's fine. But how much in those? How much should you have in individual stocks? 10, 15, 20, 25%. So a good solid investment plan will have all of that written out. Could be on two or three paragraphs, a half a page. And it will, again, reinforce why your plan is set up the way that it is and help you deal with the circumstances that we see in the markets and help you, I guess, not make any decisions that will negatively have an impact in your plan kind of as you move forward and, and, and continue to save money. So I think it's potentially an awesome idea. For my clients, I am going to be offering a written investment plan later on this year. I'll be doing a, an incredibly brief survey in the next two, three months once uh, we get Jason on board fully and he's doing more work. That frees me up to do a little more uh, development work within the company. But it, I do want to get out a survey to, to meet some additional needs for my clients and an investment plan, a written one, will be something we'll be offering later this year. So if you're interested in that, let us know when we send out the survey. Again, the survey will be very brief, but we'll, uh, we'll be able to respond to you then. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision Podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered.